like I've been sort of like watching a lot of Roma interviews for the Oscars and just figuring that mm. out. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, home. I know that'd win. be freaking awesome. And I almost think that she will. I almost think like the Academy, they're gonna. She's gonna get it. As a oh yeah, she's gonna get it. Like I feel, I feel like, but as a political statement, yeah, right? it's more. Like, or do yeah, you think it, absolutely, it is uh, affirmative action. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, and it's sad because, you know, she did a really good job. Like, there's merit behind giving her that role. But it's, I mean, giving her that award. But um, but the same thing happened in the Oscars with the help. That was a huge thing. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I was telling my mom. I'm like, I almost feel because it's all the Academy, it's all the actresses voting Mm -hmm. for that, that they're almost going to be like, you know what, we're going to like flip the bird at Trump and we're going to make this Mexican, you know, this Mexican movie win some really sweet ones. Like, I don't even think Lady Gaga cares if she wins or not. Like, she's an artist in of herself. Like, she's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I think this is, like, a big thing for she's her, like, too. Like, that crossover. She's really, like, the media and all that right now. Like, way into the media for this Born Again. And she's sort of, like, changed up. But I think Lady Gaga... Like, I think Lady Gaga knew what she was doing when she came out. Like, she had a vision of what she was doing. Like, even though the critics did not sort of they bashed her at the beginning with her meat outfits and all that she had a very she was intentional in what she was doing like she never hiccuped along the way she always like she drew attention she got political like then you know she does the jazz album with tony bennett like she knew and then she did american horror story so like, she's always been focused and she has the talent to back her up like i think the gaga doesn't give a shit like i know she i feel like she knows what her yeah. worth is like, okay, everybody wants that critical appraise. But I felt like in her heart, she's like, fuck it, I'm the real deal. Like, I'm even better than fucking Madonna. Madonna, fuck. But I think it's more remarkable. Everyone, like my mom was saying, it's just more remarkable that she's not even like a trained actress type of thing. She just fell into this role and people have just fallen in love with it as a whole because she's like studying to uh-huh. be a teacher. Oh, and then like Yelitsa? Is that her name? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it's like that Slumdog Millionaire, right? Like, she's gonna. She's. Oh, who? Sorry. Who? Who was that in Slumdog Millionaire? Dev Dev Patel, Patel, Frida Pinto. They like were like the breakout actors at that point because of that movie, and they weren't. They just. But they were. She was modeling. She wasn't acting. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to ask. But they were well, both kind of in front of the camera. not acting. So it's... But I'm just saying, like, that whole, like, out of nowhere somebody comes, like, they haven't had a, a sort of a history in Hollywood or movies, and they get this, like, breakout role yeah, yeah. for them. And it's usually, like, their first major role or whatever, and then they take over. Like, so many actors, like Anna Paquin and The Piano, that happened to her. Adrian Brody... In um, wait, is that the piano too? <laughs> they were all training wait, toward it. Adrian Brody in I the movie so. that was based off the Holocaust, and then Anna Paquin was that movie with Harvey Keitel, and they're in like a Mormon sort of situation. And okay, so I think they're they're two I different so. movies. <laughs> 
But I think they both involve a piano. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. I don't I remember. So. But I remember. Wasn't wasn't Sorry, Anna Paquin's No, wasn't Anna Paquin's like something about my left ear or something? Maybe. I don't remember what the movie was called, but I remember she won an award and then Adrian Brody won an award. And these were like actors at the time that no one had ever heard of, right? It was like their breakout role. Yeah, she won. And I think that absolutely that's going to happen to Yalitza. I think they. And I called it from day fucking one. Did you? (laughs) As soon as I saw the trailer for Roma, I was like, she is going to be like the ish so <laughs> okay so i'm curious have you seen Ro- i haven't watched the movie no i watched the trailer oh, okay and then i was reading i've read a bunch of reviews on the movie too um i started reading the script i've read like 50 pages of it so i'm not fully through it and oh, you, uh you read the script. but i haven't watched the movie yet because i like to read the scripts and then go into the movie if i want if i'm gonna watch a movie. wait i mean if I'm interested in seeing a movie, I always like to read the script first and then watch the movie. Are you reading it in Spanish or in English? In English. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's transcribed. <laughs> wow, that's pretty hype. Yeah, no, I'm curious. Why? No, I'm just curious to know. Because everyone's, oh. I just, I was saying that to my mom. Like, I'm curious to know why everybody's falling in love with it. Because it's not really like, it's a sort of controversial topic but it's funny because like everyone falls in love with them like oh this is mexico right but like i wonder what their impression is because i mean i didn't live through it like i always say to my mom like there's a scene the door of the house where it all takes place it reminds me of my aunts of my family's homes in mexico and it's sort of like an existence that's very particular to mexican culture and i I just think it's funny how i'd love to hear what non-spanish non-hispanic people think of it what's their impressions of it versus yeah. like because my well also i know this sort of duality of like images of mexico like there's all this like backcountry old school kind of way and then like there's places like the bigger cities where it's very familiar territory you know what i mean I, so i missed the first half of it Okay, so there's like this perception of Mexico, a very backcountry sort of rural living oh, kind yeah. of thing. But then, oh yeah, there's I fought that my whole life, right? And then there's like the major cities, and like you watch things like there's all these reality shows of living in the in Mexico City and stuff, and you're just like, this is so familiar. No, but it's so. <laughs> They're all but super you know what's bougie. So funny? <laughs> But yeah, but this is so funny because I've been fighting this crusade my whole life. Like, I would always fight with people, like, in Toronto. I'm like, you guys think Toronto is so new and so forward? It's actually backwards. Like, I would always be like, um, Mexico City has been cosmopolitan hell of a lot longer than fucking Toronto. Or I'd be like, Rome, London, even Mumbai. Like, you go to fucking Mumbai, yeah. you go to Bombay, and I think anyone <laughs> that goes to Bombay is like, oh my god and everyone has this like backward impression of like even africa if you go to nairobi right in kenya you go there and you're like holy shit you know megapolis like oh my god this is so cosmopolitan or you go down to sao paulo yeah it's all this canada it's this this, uh centric sort of way of living like and thinking it's in our bubble all we see is like american and canadian television 
and none of them have a like, butthole I mean, especially... perception of what reality is outside beside the stereotypes yeah. right like yeah and especially like for example in like especially canada like toronto vancouver winnipeg montreal all those cities have really just come up in the last maximum 100 years and not even like toronto's really been in the last in our lifetime yeah. like when our parents came here ask your mom what like when she came here she's probably like holy shit from toronto like what's this backward fucking country ask your dad when he came to toronto what his impression was he's probably like oh my god there's farmland <laughs> well <laughs> right? i like, mean if you look at our, the path? if you look canadian pop- population it's like 35 to 37 million we're like the our whole population can fit into the state of california like right so yes exactly. absolutely we haven't fully developed the country and we're still developing yeah we are definitely one of the newer cities for sure but i do think that we take a um, a note a book a page out of the american manual you know what i mean in the sense of how oh, we would sure. perceive other countries besides our own right we are living in yeah. that sort of canadian centric bubble too right so we're sort yeah, of a yeah, victim no, of sure. that as well but yeah but i that's what i think the glorious thing about reality television is it gives us a very uh real perception of what <laughs> i mean to an extent okay like i mean a lot of that is scripted you know but i mean for me it no, opened up my eyes for like in mexico like i did watch this reality show where i was watching all these like super rich kids bougie. <laughs> yeah and they were very very bougie and they were hanging out with all these celebrities and stuff and i'm like this is mexico <laughs> what you know it really opened what up what were you ass. watching made, i can't remember like made in mexico but it was all these like rich kids like that were um kids of like famous people or not famous people but very wealthy businessmen and bougie. yes and so they had come they come from like generations and generations of bouginess you could tell and they were all like driving ferraris and lamborghinis and shit <laughs> it was just like what <laughs> i think honestly i think that's why like in high school i was hated by like my group of friends because i never I never shied away of saying I was Mexican. I was always like, yo, I'm fucking Mexican more than I was Italian. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you, Mexico's better. Like, I've never, ever been, and I hate it when people would say Latina. Like, we didn't, we really only started saying Latina uh-huh. now, but like, because we've always been like, whatever your culture is, <laughs> Canadian, right? We've always had that hyphenation. Mm-hmm. But like, I never, I never backed down. I was, I was like, yo, I'm fucking Mexican, bruh. I'm fucking better than your shit. <laughs> always. Like, yeah. I've always, anyone who knows me knows I wear like my Mexican culture. I never shy away from it. Yeah, and I think that's I like that, flip the bird at everybody. I think that's also that perception of like, <clears throat> that all these, all Mexicans want to come into the States and wants to live in the States. And I think that's not true. I think that there's a lot of Mexicans that don't want to leave Mexico. They're perfectly happy in Mexico. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, I mean, but people are stupid. I think because, that what like, we all of the south of yeah. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like all the south of America was like from Mexico. Anyway, it all belonged to Mexico. Right, and I think that all we're all we're all saying um, what we're seeing are all the transients from South America going in through yeah Mexico to try to get into the states, and so then we naturally associate them as being Mexican. You know what I mean? Not naturally, but by default, we do that. But it's not really. Well, that's ignorant. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, so that's why I always feel like we definitely, when we read news online, when we read any kind of articles, 
we always have to self-filter, do our own research, make sure that we are in, as informed as we can be. Because what we're reading now is not being filtered through any sort of um, oversee or overseeing sort of filter, right? Like what we see are just yeah. unedited perceptions and opinions. And you kind of have to almost be your own membrane for all this news that's being you're being subjected to to make sure that you're getting the right information sometimes they're just so <clears throat> leading to one side of the story <laughs> if you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just kind of like oh my god like this whole thing with but that think... that guy that black guy that um that actor Royce james who oh the jesse yes the jesse Smollett. yes him and all that and everybody was so up in arms when this story first came out and now it's broke that this is totally incorrect and it was exactly what we didn't want to be happening and like none of those new sources that like were all over it when it first came out are covering it right now so it's just kind of like what the hell (laughs) you know what i mean well you know when i first heard it i was like that kind of sounded sketch and then some other guys like on on some black peoples i don't know who but i I was on youtube and i was reading stuff about it and one guy's like i don't know for me it sounds kind of sketch like i don't it doesn't line up and then what happened after this weekend that it's turning out that he paid those two guys like the set of brothers to attack Mm -hmm. him like it was staged yeah you know yeah and then i like i tweeted out today i tweeted out i'm like this guy should have just claimed like post-traumatic stress disorder because of the trump presidency and like made it into a piece of performance art and said, I'm just making a statement. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. If that's re- no, but really, it should have been that. Like, I mean, I've, if he did that, I would have been like, okay, Banksy, that's kind of fucking cool. You're being an artist, right? You're being an artist. You're an actor. You're pissed off. You want to start something. Because I really, I really do believe Trump has unleashed the fucking crazy in all of the world. Like, I think he's unleashed it so, re- like, it feels like we're in some really freak reality show. Like, I feel, yeah. like, I don't know. It just feels so, like, heavy. The last two years have been fucking heavy. Like, even with Ford. Like, I freaking laugh at people who voted for Ford. I'm like, how do you think the brother of our former mayor, who was a drug fucking addict, was going to do any better? Like, were people fucking off their fucking rockers? <laughs> like, are you dumb? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just... You know what I mean? And that's what I was explaining to my mom. Like, it sucks that in Canada, we don't... Everything is a strategic vote. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone hated the lesbian Catholic win. So we're like, let's go vote for the opposite of that. Yeah. And instead of people being like, you know what? This Rob Ford guy is a twat. He's going to screw us over. Let's just go with Andrea Horvath. Because at least she's in the middle or she's left or in the middle. And you know... You know, daycare is not going to be affected. School and intuition is not going to be affected. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, as much as I people are fucking as much as I kind of I like her, she seems kind of sketch to me. (laughs) I don't know. She gets to you. She you don't like. No, she she feels sketchy to me. Like I I don't trust her. You think she's sketch? (laughs) I don't know this. I just don't trust her. I feel like she's. I don't know. I just don't trust her. I don't trust any of them. So to be honest, I really don't. They're all pretty sketchy. They all pretty much have their ulterior motives. I just, I don't, I I really can't get behind anybody at the moment. 
Yeah, there's no one really that exciting and that, like, worth it. Yeah, I'm just not reading about anybody in politics right now that I could say I can put my faith behind, you know? There's yeah, no yeah. influential no, leaders sure. out there coming to the forefront to be, like, promoting peace, promoting any kind of encouragement, enlightenment, enrichment. There's nobody out there right now. And this is the time that we need somebody like that. We need an influential leader. We need the Martin Luther Kings of the world to come out and just be like, call us out on our bullshit, but also lead us to a place of unity and peace. I know that sounds very idealist, but that's what we need right now because there's a lot of hate in the world. And it's just, everybody is not um, holding it down as well. They used to be, you know, we all kind of had a little bit of a flame in us that we could just control, right? Yeah, yeah. I think everybody is at this point where they're just not controlling it anymore, they're all just unleashing all of their demons. (laughs) That's why road rage incidences are on the uprise, that's why there's a lot more of um hate and racism and segregation. (laughs) It's just like. There's just so much coming to the head and I'm just worried a little bit, but I know we'll be okay. I'm just waiting for that, an influential leader of some sort, somebody, a few people to come out of the woodwork and just try to save us. And oh my God, girl, I just like went on this like, you know, sometimes when you go into those modes where you just freaking go to the dollar store and go nuts and buy all kinds of candy and pop and <laughs> like hard candy Bye. like gobstoppers and stuff like gummy bears Bye, where'd oh my you god go? where'd you go what do you mean where did you go walmart no the dollar store guy <laughs> i go there all oh, the time sorry. right and i just go in the candy section <laughs> like literally and I've been doing that for a couple of days, and oh Dude, you have my no- god, I have put on quite a bit of weight. And Girl. it's just that sugar—it creeps up on you, man. Like especially pop. Like if you are trying to lose weight, you cannot, under any circumstances, drink pop. It's just not. It's liquid sugar, even diet pop. Okay, I remember reading you- this book that <laughs> you trigger your body. That it thinks it's going to get sugar and then you don't give it sugar. It freaking goes into storage mode. <laughs> so you just start putting on more weight. I do not believe in diet pop. Yeah. <laughs> but do you love pop, eh? You love sugar. I, I don't eat sugar like the, the, you know, the normal sugar. But I do eat sugar in a lot of things. There's sugar yeah. in a lot of things, but I never eat sugar. <laughs> like I never put sugar never... in tea or sugar in coffee or sugar on cereal or sugar on anything. Like never. But I drink. I used to drink, I never used to drink pop, and then I started drinking pop like in the last two or three weeks, and I freaking then put on so much of fucking weight, and now I gotta lose all that shit plus the weight that I wanted to lose prior to putting all this weight on. It sucks. And now I'm thinking, oh my god, how the hell am I going to do this? <laughs> I mean, Dude, get off this weight. Dude, because, I mean, I'm thinking that today, and then I go out and do grocery shopping, and what do I do? I buy chips, but not the chips, like, the regular kind of chips. I bought, like, 
you know, the rice cracker chips. <laughs> you know, thinking Jeez, like, that will be okay. Like, I can eat that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm like, who God, am I kidding? I'm... I need to get rid of all junk food. Dude, like, right now, I'm fiending. Like, I want a Hawaiian pizza. Like, I fucking want a Hawaiian pizza. I'm not about the Hawaiian pizza. No, I don't know. I've just been jonesing for pizza. I'll do, like, my pizza with cheese and black onions. And, like, not black onions. Black olives. Oh. Fucking black olives. Green olives. Okay. I just want pizza. Like, I was, like, on the weekend, I was, like, I just want to order pizza and, like, have it delivered to my house. I'm, like, why don't you do that? Slices by myself. It was Eat like it. Do it. <laughs> I'm yeah, all about that. Tomorrow. Just, I'm all about spoiling myself with food. I won't spoil myself yeah. with clothes or makeup or anything like that. Haircuts. <laughs> no, I spoil myself with food. <laughs> it's like so I've been choosing the fucking McCain Deep and Delicious cake for a while now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of taunting. Every time we go groceries, it's in the freezer section. And it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) I'm not helping. I don't help.